Welcome to episode 18 of the Alicast. Of course, you know who I am, Phantom Alicar, bringing you the latest and greatest news in gaming, anime, movies, TV shows, and sometimes music. I hope you all have had a great week. I hope that, as I said, that you haven't been working too hard. And if you have, that you're getting paid for it. I hope that everything, I hope that y'all have gotten everything that you are looking to get out of your week. This is the first time that I am doing a scheduled episode on a Friday. So I'm actually pretty, and, and honestly, I'm pretty excited for it because I don't feel like, like I said before, I don't feel like one episode in a week is enough for this especially when you have to keep up with all of the all of the things that are ever changing in gaming news you see the movies coming out and everything you see you finally get to say like this isn't in the quick news but i don't know if you all have actually watched the trailer you probably have but the new ant-man trailer where you actually get to see kang the conqueror which is actually it actually looks pretty good i know there's been there's been quite a bit of uh criticism around that but still you know i'm interested in trying it out regardless so i'm not gonna let the she-hulk stop me from anything else in the marvel universe so let's get to the quick news now that we've got all the the small talk out of the way quick news time bill spencer says price hikes are possibly coming and that could mean for xbox systems definitely gonna be a game pass thing because that's inevitable like every every subscription service that you have probably you've probably seen the price hikes in the last five years alone like netflix used to be netflix used to be what used to start off as 9.99 now it's like 16 bucks so it doesn't surprise me that bill spencer wants to the the price hikes to come for that but he did say that it will not be coming until after the holidays so it could be anytime it could be right after the holidays it could be further down the line but obviously he's seeing something down the down the road that is causing him to to think that maybe they might have to see price hikes in some things those are his words some things might have to see a price hike a lot of people are speculating that it's going to be the xbox which if that's the case then man that's going to be a slap in the face to a lot of uh, xbox players so hopefully it's an i really hope that that's not the case but for some things, if he says some things, it's safe. Just just assume that it'll be that it'll be in the console space as well as the subscription services. Quite possibly games too, right? We're seeing that 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 game price hike up to seventy bucks, which for certain games I would say it's okay. But for the vast majority of the games coming out, I would honestly just I I would I I. I, I don't know how I feel about that. So I'll probably cover that a whole uh, another time. Other news, new Pokemon trailer has been released and it is revealed a new Pokemon, a new ghost type Pokemon known as Graverd. The Graverd to, to kind of describe him as like a scruffy dog with like a candle on his head that apparently can actually suck the life gradually of the life forms around it so i'm actually quite curious to see where that's going to lead and how they're going to how they're going to implement that into the game i'm also because if you're a pokemon fan then obviously one of your biggest things is the evolution so i'm curious to see what the evolution is going to be like so the game is actually coming out the, the 18th of this upcoming month so make sure that 
you drop you you go ahead and drop those ducats on Scarlet and Vi- Scarlet and Violet. Finally, Kojima announces that the new game that he is creating could possibly change the industry. Now, this right here alone is definitely going to have more questions. This this leaves more questions that's unanswered because you know this is what Kojima does the best. He loves to push out certain titles and then keep as much as that title of a secret as possible. And one of the things, that's one of the things that I actually like about him, but it's actually one of the things that tends to work against him in this day and age right now, knowing that there's always something new happening. Things are ever changing on the internet. The, this has been his style for years and I don't know if he's been ahead of his time or he's just kind of fallen back, but I think that this is going to hurt him in the end if he does the same thing that he did, did with Death Stranding. Now, I will say that when it comes to what he does, when it comes to advertising, he is a master at suspense. Whereas when other companies try it, you can just tell, like, you're reaching, dude. Like, don't don't even bother. Don't even bother keeping this game a secret. In fact, don't even announce it if you don't have anything to show. So... Kojima is really, really good at peaking interest. I think I think part of it is, is that he knows the right time to come out. He knows when he knows when to make his announcements and when not to make his announcements. He's constantly on the internet. He's constantly hinting at stuff. If you follow him on like Twitter or Instagram, he is constantly hinting at what he is working on. So I would definitely follow that and pay attention close attention to whatever it is that he's doing because i am pretty sure this man is about to shove some easter eggs out within the next i i'll speculate within the next three to four months he'll shove a, a, a really big easter egg out there some point in time now we're going to get to the big news but before we get to the big news i want to encourage everybody to follow me at the links below you can find me on twitter if you want to talk about any of the subjects that were brought up on in the alicast today you can find me on Twitch where I will be doing a live show starting today called No Pain, No Gain, where I will be playing certain games with certain rules where if I die, I have to start all the way over. So today's first episode will be a reading of the rules and then we'll begin as the process goes. Also, I encourage you if you want to, subscribe and become a patron on my patreon where you can get extra content on out on the alicast which i will be dropping extra content next week so make sure you stay tuned for that for as little as a dollar a day you can get the extra content from this alicast as well as old episodes of the alicast before i revamp the show and put it on spotify so you can find you can find that there i'm also creating a new tier as i announced in the last in the in the bonus episode that I will be creating a tier where you can get your, where if you subscribe to that higher price point, you will be able to get your name in the credits, be a part of the show, so on and so forth. You can also find me everywhere else. There'll be links on the description below where you can find me on YouTube for my Spotify and Activision listeners, or sorry, Activision listeners, goodness gracious. (laughs) Um, But you can find me for my, my Spotify and Apple podcast listeners. You can find me on YouTube and YouTube. There will be a link 
There will be links in the description below if you want to listen to this in the sound form only. So now we got that out of the way. Today's topic, because I held off on it Monday, and I was really iffy on talking about it Monday because I was kind of going through my I was going through my list because when I do a breakdown, and this isn't gonna be like a totally in-depth breakdown because there's so many there's so many things in the legal space that I don't understand, but I can only touch the surface level stuff. So that's what I'm going to be focusing on. And I will take this moment to 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 say that if you want if you want that type of the 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 law the the law jargon you want the lawyer jargon i suggest going to hoag law where he does virtual legality and he talks more in depth about the laws of this particular subject being the microsoft activision blizzard deal he is a very he's very very he's very knowledgeable in it and for the most part i don't think he would really say anything different than i'm gonna say here I think for this particular subject, I also needed to sound mine too, because, you know, as much as I love Microsoft and I love Sony and I love Nintendo, there is just in this deal, there is just so much stupidity going on around it. There is so much. This this has been a tug of war for years now of Microsoft and Sony going back and forth on holding exclusive content and both of them just and only one of them seems to be focused on just Call of Duty alone and which we'll cover that later but I didn't feel like I was in the space to actually cover this particular topic until until I had everything that I was going to talk to like I had it all planned out I was going to go through the entire backstory I had a bunch of articles ready I had a bunch of proof ready and everything like that and I was like holy shit I don't even know how I'm going to weave this together so with that being said, this is going to be a shorter version of what I originally planned. So let's go ahead and get into that. Let's find my bam. So just to give you a little bit of clarity, just like we did with the Helena, Ver Helena Taylor versus versus Platinum Games, I have my stuff listed in categories because I need to stay as organized as possible because I tend to ramble on a lot and then go off into tangents when, when I don't even realize it and then I have to pull myself back out of those tangents and then I go into a whole other tangent and I'm just talking in circles at this point. So I think that this is actually going to help me for the breakdowns and whatnot. So let's go ahead and start with the categories we're going to go into. We're going to go into a a little bit of the backstory, which means I'm gonna I'm gonna skim through some of the backstory a little bit. I'm gonna talk about Sony's blunders. I'm gonna talk CMA involvement. Now, when we get to this portion, what what I am going to discuss is a little bit of where they're at as far as their investigation goes and what they're charged with, as well as their other their other little side project that they've been battling with for all for about a year now. So, we're gonna talk about that. We're gonna talk about Sony's list of demands. We're going to get into Microsoft fighting back because they got tired. Both companies, how both companies are reaching and Microsoft wanting to compete in the mobile space. So let's go ahead and get started because I have a lot of, I have a lot to cover. So as you can see from my YouTubers, I have the CMA gov.uk pulled up 
ready to go for when we get to that particular subject because the, the first two you don't really need the articles for. If you've been following this story, you already know. And I don't know if this will speak to anybody else, but me personally, I'm ready for this whole fiasco to be over because if this is like the biggest story in gaming right now, we definitely need like a turn in the tides. Like we've definitely, we, we've had some things to, we've had other things to talk about, sure. Like we've had, we've had the Resident Evil 4 remake trailer that came out with some, with showing us a little bit of the, the character remodels and everything. And uh, there's a whole controversy around that. And then I believe, if I'm not mistaken, that the DLC for Resident Evil Village released. So I need to, I, I actually want to check that out because I am a huge, huge player of Resident Evil Village. And there's been all kinds of stuff happening in the in industry, but somehow we always circle back to this. We always circle back to the Microsoft Activision Blizzard deal. And it's, a, I don't know, it's just kind of getting old now. Like you, you see... What, where both sides are coming from, and they both look just as nasty. So just to give a little bit of the backstory, of course, you got Microsoft who announced who announced that they were going to be buying Activision Blizzard earlier this year. And this is, of course, a, a couple of months after after the fact that um, Bobby Kotick or Kotick, whatever, I don't know, who gives a fuck, after, after Bobby Kotick's allegations and whatnot, and everybody was accusing him of everything, all the lawsuits were piling up, now, keep in mind, too, that there are lawsuits against Activision Blizzard as we speak right now, and they have so many other other problems to deal with. So, but, but that's a whole different story. So they announced this a couple of months afterwards. Sony says, well, you know, we don't believe that they're not, that we don't believe that they're going to keep Call of Duty off of, off of PlayStation. So that happens. Probably a couple of weeks later, their stock prices dropped by like 13%. And if you're, if you follow the stock market, if you are an investor in the stock, in, in, in any kind of stock, 13% might not seem like a lot to certain people, but for anybody that's not rich and working nine to fives, investing in this stuff, that's a lot of money. Like if you pay attention, because I've experimented a little bit with stocks, right? I, I purchased some things from time to time just to see where, where it goes. And really, the stock market is just a gamble. You never know what you're going to get on a day-to-day -day basis. They could go up. They could go up. It could go down. It's ever-fluctuating. But when stuff like this happens, for some reason, investors say, we're pulling our money out. And I have no idea why that is. I am not qualified to talk about that kind of stuff. I'm going to keep that out. I'm, I'm only bringing up the point that after that, Sony's stock plummeted by 13%, which is a, which is a lot. So they, they, they plummet 13%, everything they, they, they do a lot of in between was, they do a lot of things in between, which we'll talk about in the, in the next topic, but somewhere in between they say, well, we don't like this deal. And so now they get all the regulators. They try to get regulators on their side in which as of right now, the CMA which is a UK regulator is currently investigating this whole deal and things keep changing about this deal, right? It just seems like one minute there's a three year deal to keep call of duty on, on PlayStation. Now they plan on keeping call of duty on PlayStation completely, which we will get into that in the last topic. So let's talk about a little bit about, Sony's blunders, Sony's blunders, they've had quite a bit this year. They've been taking a lot of L's. So 
amid, um, amongst other things, like, where do we begin with this? Because there's a lot of things that they've done. They've done the, they had a, they had a shifty, they have the shifty PS plus premium launch. They had, they had a, they announced their price hike more recently in their, in their, in their consoles for certain regions. They did the stars, the PlayStation stars thing, where if you play a lot of, if you, the more you play on PlayStation, the more trophies you earn, the more, the higher on the list you get for customer service. I don't even think, I don't know. I don't remember how their, how their, their horizon forbidden West launch went. I don't remember that because that was quickly overshadowed by Elden Ring. So amidst all these blunders, between the time that Microsoft announced this deal to now, they've been making a lot of anti, anti-consumer mistakes. And that's not to say that Microsoft hasn't been either. But Phil Spencer is better at imagery. Like, Phil Spencer is better at painting the image that Microsoft is a better, is a better company. And Jim Ryan is just absolutely terrible with that. Ah! There was something else. I just remembered. They had a whole thing, and this was before this was announced, I believe. They had a whole thing where they were putting Horizon Forbidden West on the PS4, and you had to pay like an extra 10 or 20 bucks just to be able to just to be able to port it back or something like that. And it was just nuts. It was crazy. The things that they've done since their since their PlayStation 5 launch. The fact that they haven't been able to get consoles into households like they were in the previous generation. I mean, you name it, they have had plenty of it. When the PlayStation Premium came out, they had issues with with their, I believe it was the, the PlayStation 1 games. I believe it was the frame rates or something. Like, everything was choppy or something. Like, people were complaining about that. And then they launched it. The way that they launched it was just completely and utterly different for... For depending on the region so not only that but then the whole stars deal they and, and and to be honest i'm gonna be real with you because i haven't really me personally i haven't really been impressed with their their few the last few showcases they have because one of those showcases they use capcom to, they, they use capcom and capcom carried sony on their back like who didn't want to see who didn't want to see um who didn't want to see street fighter 6 anywhere they just released it before they they just announced it before anybody else did. So with that being said, I mean the last the very last showcase that they had was it featured the God of War Ragnarok, a new God of War Ragnarok trailer, which we still haven't seen gameplay for that. And that's coming soon. Like really soon. Like a week soon, if I'm not mistaken. So then we have that. They announced the controller, which I'm, which I still to this day do not understand why you use that showcase to for for something so trivial as that when you could easily have found that on Twitter. Because I am fairly certain, and I follow PlayStation on Twitter, so I believe they have quite a bit of following. They could have just announced that there. Then they showed Tekken, and you know when you when whenever Sony announces stuff, they always speak to their echo chambers, and then their echo chambers like disperse into the world and then like try to poison shit and it's just like you know that's where that's the double-edged sword of fanboydom and i could say the same thing for for xbox for xbox fanboys too because they would do the exact same thing in sony's position 
So with that being said, you've had all of this. And then not to mention right now, as we speak, sh uh, shareholders are like, we approve of this. We approve of this deal. So shareholders are going to are just as important as a CMA. Like CMA is really CMA seems like they are gearing more towards not going through with this deal because Sony is kicking and screaming about it. But at the same time, it looks like they have their backs against the wall, too. So it's really just hard to tell. Then not to mention, what was I going to say? Um, Sony put off their showcase because of this Activision Blizzard deal. Like, man, if there was never a better time for you to do that, now would be the time to put out a showcase so that you can actually worry about competing and staying on the top rather than just focusing on this deal. So with that being said, Sony has made a lot of blunders and they make themselves look bad. Not because Microsoft isn't bad, but because they suck at imagery. They don't know. Jim Ryan does not know how to play this game. You need, for, for PlayStation fans, I will say, uh, you need Jim Ryan out of there. Because Jim Ryan is ultimately going to take down Sony at some point in time. I don't know how. I don't know when. I, I can speculate that Sony, that that Jim Ryan is going to, is going to plumb, he's going to take the stocks of, Sony and then plummet that shit. So, I mean, there's a lot of things that they've had to walk back in the last year. I mean, there's so much stuff. And not to mention, they're on their third model of PS5, which actually I've heard is supposed to be a lot better than the, the last two. So I'm looking forward to seeing that. The one good thing that they have done is announced that they'll be able to put PlayStations in every home. It, they have 30 million units shipping out and they'll be able to put playstations more playstations and homes over the holidays so we'll look forward to that hopefully there'll be some sales i, I mean who knows right so uh, amongst all of this somewhere amongst their blunders jim ryan has a change of heart and he says well we don't like this deal we say that call of duty is one of our most successful titles and if you put and if you if this deal goes through they're going to, people are going to gravitate towards Xbox, which tells you what. They're scared of something. Maybe all of the blunders have come together and finally have caught up with Jim. I don't know. But whatever it was in that statement alone, he was scared. And he should be scared. He's made a lot of good moves, but they've turned against him. And that's kind of where timing is everything because they had so much time to get this over with. And I could... I'll shoot him some bail. I mean, before Jim Ryan, I mean, you've gone through what two, two heads, two two bosses in your department. So over the last over uh, over the last decade, so I mean, it's hard to, it's hard to get into that into the whole when you, when you're when you're doing a leadership change, things are hard to to push off. But then towards the end of PS4, I mean, you look at the towards the end of PS4, we were all questioning, like, what's actually going to happen? What's what's going to happen with these games they've been announcing for the last two years, like Ghost of Tsushima, for instance? Like, and I will hold, humbly admit that I was wrong about that game because I played through that, and that game was amazing. But that's besides the point, right? They had games that they had announced for two years that they, have been, they had been putting off for some reason. We didn't have a release date. They kind of just came out when they came out. And that's one of Sony's, that's always been one of Sony's problems is that 
they start advertising it last second and that that is really the fact that they've gotten by like that amazes me but it doesn't i don't know how to describe it like it amazes me but it does not shock me at the same time they've been around for years they have quite a bit they have quite a bit of followers that understand how that works so they're not too worried about it so cma gets involved of course some other regulators get involved spain approves the deal spain approves this deal saying that nintendo was the the deciding factor because nintendo hasn't had a call of duty on it for ages i mean since i believe since the wii u they haven't had a, a call of duty on on their on their system so it, it, it and they've been just fine in fact i believe they're still climbing the ladder if i'm not mistaken that was another blunder i missed too Sony stopped paying attention to their region at one point too, which really hurt them. So that's another blunder. So the CMA now, because a lot of regulators are on board with this deal, is the only is the only regulators that are having an issue. So right now, for my YouTubers, I am on a page which is gov. It's www.gov.uk, which is the CMA. And this, the site that I'm on is a CMA investigation on into the Microsoft and Activision Blizzard merger, which in turn tells you how everything works within their investigation. So they have a couple of phases here, which they, which they show, which, uh, which I'll break down a little bit, but I'm not going to get too, 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 too into it. If you don't know who CMA is, they basically regulate the, the, they regulate the competition competition in the markets in all space in if if in all spaces not just one particular but in all financial spaces okay and we're gonna get into their little side project here after I, I break this down a little bit so of course the first phase has already passed because they've carried out their initial review of the deal to determine whether there are any com competition concerns of which they have already listed that because Sony has been crying about it this whole time, skipping over the things that they needed to be skipped that, that didn't need to be skipped over. But that's a whole other story. So right now, where, where they're at, because phase two investigation, they're in phase two. So the first part of phase two is issue statement, issue statement published, which is calls, which is calling out the theories of harm. Then you have the analysis of evidence which explores all of the evidence that have been brought to their attention. They have provisional findings, which once we have a good understanding of the business of the organizations proposing to merge and a strong evidence base, we publish our provisional findings. This, this document outlines our provisional decisions on the merger. If we still have concerns, we also send the merging businesses our thoughts on possible solutions in a document referred to as remedies notice. And then they go into their final report. As of right now, as of about, I believe, about a couple of weeks ago, they are in part two, the, anal the analysis of evidence. After which is after publishing our statements. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Are they in that? No, they're not in that. I'm sorry. They're in, they're still in statements published, the issue statement published. They're at the point right now where at this point we invite any anyone, including members of the public, to share their views with us. 
which that is where they are, which which is where shareholders were finally able to say, we, we approve of this deal. Like shareholders are not going to find a loss in this deal, especially with what Microsoft is trying to do and what Sony is trying to stop them from doing. So what is CMA's other side projects? I don't have it pulled up right now, but as of right now, they've been going through this for about a year or two. So, or sorry, CMA issued Facebook slash Meta to actually sell Giphy because they were because they were afraid that the buyout for Giphy wasn't healthy in the competition in the social media competition space. Facebook refused, and they charged fifty million pounds. 50 million pounds for them not selling Giphy, which doesn't surprise me that they wouldn't sell Giphy. I mean, Giphy is, I mean, who doesn't use GIFs now, right? But the fact of the matter is, is that even if you're a billion dollar corporation, $50 million is quite a bit, uh, that puts quite a bit of a dent into whatever it is that, 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 whatever it puts a dent into your profit margin. The fact of the matter is, is that what, what, what does that have to do with anything? First off, that means they have, it sounds like they have a greater authority over, uh, I don't know how to put this. What does that have to do with anything? What it has to do with, in my opinion, is just that CMAs would cock block anything of that of that nature. It was also stated uh, anything of the nature of of U.S. business. That's what it looks like. It just looks nasty. Not to say that Facebook isn't nasty, and I, I have a huge disdain for Facebook, mind you. But this is the second corporation, the second large corporation in the U.S. that they. The, from the U.S. that they are they are putting their foot down on, or attempting to put their foot down on anyway. But when you look at everything and you look at the evidence provided, because both Microsoft and Sony are both guilty of the same things that Sony is a claim is 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 um, accusing Microsoft of. You can ultimately see that everything on every side just looks gross and the CMA is not helping a damn thing. CMA has blocked a, they they they're they're in the already in the midst of trying to get Facebook to sell. I think they've already got them to do it too. I could very well be wrong about that. I think they've already got them to to sell or Facebook is in the process of selling Giphy. I could very well be wrong about that, but the fact of the matter is they've been going through that whole deal for a year. The fact that they have enough time on their hands to take a look at this deal tells me a lot. Because where were they when it came to Zenimax Bethesda? Where was that at? That's another thing, right? Where were they at for that? Nowhere. So why is all of a sudden is this a big deal? Because Elder Elder Scrolls alone sells like hotcakes. Fallout series has sold like hotcakes. Why wouldn't you question that one? That is something that I honestly, that, that that just makes this look even nastier when you look at it. So what was I getting to? 
you look at all the accusations made at Microsoft. You look at, you look at the accusations that the CMA is making at Microsoft. And then we come to Sony's list of demands. That's where we're headed to folks. Sony's list of demands. One of those demands being, because it's not a full list. They also have, because in this particular article that I have pulled up, they also have a list of things that would, they, they have, they more so focus on the list of things that would threaten Sony PlayStation. But one of their demands was, is that they cannot put, they cannot put Call of Duty on Game Pass. Fuck it. Who needs Call of Duty on Game Pass anyway? Half of us, I'm fairly certain, at least half of us has played the new Call of Duty Modern Warfare on beta, have had it pre-ordered, and we've already gotten to the early access, and we're just waiting for the multiplayer to come out. That's all, which comes out today. So, hey, which is out today. So, whatever. We're not, we're not concerned with that. One of their issues here, let me pull this up, because these are things that they focus on that make their business look so bad in this day and age. One of them is, one of the threats that they see is Microsoft will be able to give the Xbox version of Call of Duty extra content. Microsoft could give the Xbox version of Call of Duty better performance somehow on Xbox software. My, or hardware, sorry. Microsoft could offer a range of attractive incentives about Call of Duty through Xbox Game Pass whether that's bonus features or modes or presumable, the idea that they'd offer the game itself through Game Pass, which they obviously plan to. They could, but they don't have to because Xbox Game Pass is already 156% up from where it was before. So they don't need to. They don't need Call of Duty on on. Xbox Game Pass. Would it help? Probably, yeah. It'd probably help a whole hell of a lot. Do I think that PlayStation players would gravitate towards it? I don't think so. I really don't. But I could make the argument, and this this might be a reach on my part. I could make the argument that anybody that plays on PlayStation that doesn't have a PlayStation 5 may gravitate towards that. I could see that as being a fear. But if you got the holiday season coming up, I wouldn't even worry about that, right? Well... Out of all the slander and CMA agreeing with Sony of, uh, for the most part, and Xbox, Microsoft trying to make trying to make all kinds of points and everything like that, Bill Spencer finally says, "You know what? I'm done. I'm done with this. Where is it? I'm totally done with this. This is actually crazy what y'all are saying. I'm going to go into this whole article, which is by The Verge." That says Microsoft takes the gloves off as as it battles Sony for its Activision acquisition. Microsoft isn't happy with Sony in the UK's competition and markets authority. UK regulator signaled an in-depth review of Microsoft's $68.7 billion deal to acquire Activision Blizzard last month, and the CMA has now posted published its full 76 report PDF on its findings. The CMA says it's concerns that Microsoft Activision Blizzard deal could lessen competition in, in game consoles, subscriptions, and cloud gaming, but Microsoft thinks the regulator has simply been listening to Sony's lawyers too much. Microsoft pleaded for its deal on the day of the Phase 2 decision last month 
but now the gloves are, are well off and truly off. Microsoft describes the CMA's concern as misplaced and says the regulator adopts Sony's complaints without considering the potential harm to consumers and incorrectly relies on self-serving statement by Sony, which sig significantly exaggerates the importance of Call of Duty. Microsoft even accuses the CMA of adopting Sony's complaints without the appropriate level of critical review, suggesting that the regulator is just is simply just listening too much to what Sony has to say. As at the heart of all the back and forth and access to Call of Duty and concerns around the future of game subscriptions, the CMA recognizes that ABK's newest games are not about are not currently available on any subscription service on the day of the release of release, but considers that this may change as subscription services continue to grow. After the merger, Microsoft would gain control of this important input and could use it to harm the competitiveness of its rivals. I feel like, and this is just my opinion, I feel like all of these things are true to an extent. We cannot play like they're not true, like they're not a possibility. But when it comes to, when it comes to law, I don't know a lot about law, but I do know this. Speculation normally doesn't play well in court. At least as far as I know. I've never heard anything like, you can't just make a you can't just make certain assumptions and then think that they're going to be evident but at the same time you can't not look at that as a possibility as well right it just this is where it just this just looks like side uh, tangent this just looks like a whole reality tv show fiasco that is just pointless right now but if you want to find and if you want to find the full response, there's a guy named Tom Warren on Twitter that has like this whole this whole thing. And if I could, let's see if I can pull it up. I will pull this up, and you can find it. Look up Tom Warren, and he will have you'll have to scroll down quite a bit because he made this post. When did he make this post? He made this post October twelfth. When the when the initial when the initial article was written, so you can look that up and read through it for yourself if you want to. But Microsoft full response to CMA seen by The Verge also includes parts of the company's company tries to comically make it look like like it somehow sucks at gaming and can't compete. Microsoft says Xbox is in last place in the console in the console and seventh place in PC. And nowhere in mobile game dis, uh, distribution globally. And Microsoft argues it has no reason to harm or degrade rival cloud gaming services as it wants to encourage the major shift in consumer behavior required for cloud gaming to succeed. Mind you, keep mind you that now, as far as I know, they are at the top of cloud gaming as of right now because. Google Stadia is going out the window within a couple of months. So they'll probably be the only ones in cloud gaming, unless I believe Steam is also a part of that as well. I don't, I, I'm not too savvy on Steam, so don't take me at face value for that. But I will say 
that now with Stadia knocked out, that gives Microsoft more of a chance to pull off cloud. But hey, you know, in other news, Microsoft thinks that cloud cloud technology is still infant is still in its infancy stage, and they don't have much confidence in it. So it's it's really hard to tell what's actually going to happen with cloud gaming, which I think will it'll take off. I think it within give it a couple more years, I think it will take off. Microsoft, do not do like what you've done with previous softwares and hardwares in the past, which is treat them like a a passion project and then throw them out the window because you don't see the success in them, which is basically what Microsoft does. So don't think that this is just bashing Sony. This is Microsoft, too, has its faults, and they really fuck up when it comes to their little passion projects that they've put out in the past to compete with everything like Zune. Zoom had the potential to be something great, but what did they do? They wasted their time. They wasted their time on everything else. They had HD, they had the HD DVDs, which was supposed to compete with Blu-ray. Couldn't pick up what couldn't pick up with that, so they threw that away. Then you have Mixer, they picked that up. They couldn't compete with Twitch, so they threw that away because they weren't marketing marketing them properly. So where Sony just sucks when it comes to timing and marketing, Microsoft just doesn't know how to make their shit look appealing and then upgrade those appealing things or they know how to make things look appealing they don't know how to stay on top of those things to make them stay appealing so that it doesn't have longevity a lot of their like a lot of their hardware and software don't have longevity unless you use like office prod uh, office software microsoft office unless you use xbox which i'm honestly surprised has lasted this long because xbox hasn't exactly had like the greatest reception right it's not that they don't have reception at all it's just it doesn't have the greatest so with that being said with that being said if they don't if they don't treat cloud gaming like they do everything else i think if they continue to to build on it i think it'll be fine but now Stadia is knocked out, so now they have more of a chance to climb that ladder. But I digress. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna kind of skip over all of this because I can kind of give you a little bit of the things that I've read, which is Microsoft reveals that Microsoft then reveals that Sony has been blocking them from putting on putting putting Call of Duty on Game Pass, which is justifiable to an extent. It's pretty justifiable. I mean, why wouldn't you? If you don't want people to gravitate towards your towards your system, why wouldn't you try and block that? But but that's only because they've had deals with they have deals in place as of right now with Activision Blizzard as we like right now as we speak. So it's just like, yeah, we have content that we're trying to hold from you. We don't want you to hold the whole game from us now. So what would they do? That was their best play. So at the end of the day, I did I would expect nothing less from that. Not to mention they talk about how Xbox sales aren't aren't less, or how Xbox sales, of course, are are half of what Sony Sony's makes. And there's a list, there's a list somewhere, and I meant to pull that up, and I, I don't have it. But apparently, Sony is number three, and Xbox is number two, I believe. I could very well be wrong about that. I'll look the list up, and I will correct myself in the next episode. So, with that being said. They talk about their ranking, their ranking on in the gaming space, which you which you just listened to me read. They talk about how Call of Duty really isn't as significant as they say, which I will say this. They're still pretty significant. Even though their player base, their their player base seems to drop 
every ever so slightly by the year, they're still relatively popular. You can't take that away from Call of Duty and then want to turn around and buy it at the same time. It doesn't make sense to do. So they have a whole list of arguments that they have. Some good, some bad. But with that being said, when you look at that, that's a reach. How are the both companies are reaching so hard? And one reaching harder than the other. No, let me take that back. One's not reaching harder than the other. They're both equally reaching ridiculously. They're, they have ridiculous reaches for some of their arguments. And both have compelling arguments. Both have compelling arguments and some are reaching. How are they doing that? Sony, one of Sony's big, Jim Ryan said it himself that we don't have the ability to compete with Game Pass because we're just starting out. Wait, but you are on top for the last decade. So where is that? You had enough time to get that on. Meanwhile, Microsoft says Call of Duty isn't, isn't, all, that, isn't all that significant to Sony. But I beg to differ. Because if stats are correct, then Call of Duty is relatively more popular on PlayStation than it is on Xbox. So how are you downplaying that? But at the same time, it's also more popular probably because Sony for the last decade has been holding has been holding on to content and still making other people on other platforms pay the full price for it. But hey, Microsoft, you've done the same thing. In the Xbox 360 days, you have definitely done the same thing. So what what all of this just looks ridiculous on both sides. They're both reaching for one, one, one company is reaching for one game, and <laughs> I can tie this in fairly easily because we're gonna close. We're gonna come to a close really soon. We're gonna come to a close so that you all can get about your day. You can have a wonderful start to your weekend. Microsoft doesn't want to just compete in the console space. They want to compete in every space possible. So we get into this article here. It says Bill Spencer says Activision Blizzard deal is about mobile, not about not about making Call of Duty games exclusive. But that's kind of a that's kind of a that's a contradiction, because originally the agreement was that you keep it on for three years. They keep Call of Duty on PlayStation for three years. But what was going to happen in that three years? And this is precisely why I didn't want to talk about this on Monday, right? Because things like this change. This is where I wish that people that knew what was going on behind the scenes that weren't so afraid to talk about all of the stuff that happens behind the scenes would break down a, 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 they would break down what a contract deal looks like in these spaces. Because a lot of the people that talk about this shit have absolutely no information whatsoever. They just go on from there, whether it be Xbox fanboys or PlayStation fanboys, they go from their echo chambers and then they just start spouting off like random, random numbers. And you just left scratching your head if you're in the middle, like where the fuck are you getting these numbers from? But I digress because they're not just trying to get into... They're not just trying to buy Activision Blizzard for Call of Duty. There's other games like that Activision Blizzard has. Like right now, the problem, the ever problematic 
what is it, um, Diablo, I believe it's Resurrection. That has a huge problem right now. Diablo 4, huge problem right now. They have a problem right now with, with people accusing them from taking other people's ideas from their IPs right now. They're in lawsuits for that right now. But they have names like Candy Crush because, hey, Activision, Activision Blizzard owns King. And King has a slew of, of, of mobile games. So their ultimate goal, if you read this article, is to create a, a, a mobile gaming store specific to Xbox and Activision Blizzard. Which is ultimately a huge threat to PlayStation. Why is it a huge threat? Because PlayStation doesn't think on that on that level. They don't know how to, th- how to think outside of the box like that. They're barely putting games, they're barely putting games from the PS4 on the PC right now. And they've had years to do it. They've had years to develop it. I, I, I want to take this time to correct myself for what I said about PlayStation having a having software for specific to PlayStation to 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 the PC players they are working on it right now they don't have it right now so they've had 10 years ahead of everybody else and you mean to tell me you haven't worked on this that is crazy yes they are threatened because they didn't take the time to think outside of the box. And just like with this deal, they are not thinking about anything else other than Call of Duty. And this is where they really need to focus on is the mobile space too. You can no longer sit on your own little island of exclusivity and think that that's going to keep going. You at most have five years for that. I'm sorry, it's true. You don't have games right now that are even compelling. And you're only using the, and, and you're releasing your flagships in, in such vast time periods. Now, Microsoft, now I will say, Microsoft did, I, I, I think it was a Microsoft article that did reveal that Wolverine, we could see the Wolverine game as early as 2023. But that's a reach, too. Because we don't know you're reaching. Sony is reaching with all these titles that aren't coming out for another two years. And it's just like, man, I would get on your developing teams and speed things up. Because you are threatened. You are not in a good space right now. I'm sorry. I don't see any reason to have an Xbox or a PS5 right now. Xbox Series X or a PS5 right now. I don't. Yeah, Sony has a few more titles out from when they initially launched, but there's nothing really interesting on it. I don't want to play for Horizon Forbidden West for like months on end until your next uh, until your next title comes out. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That ship sailed the minute that Elden Ring came out and blew you out of the water. And now they're not so hot in their reviews right now. But I had a feeling that that game was going to be talked about for months and it was well deserved and you gotta ask sony like when are you gonna learn this lesson because the same thing happened when it came to the release date of breath of the wild and breath of the wild overshadowed that game too and don't get me wrong because horizon 
Forbidden West and Horizon Zero Dawn have potential to be game of the year. They have the huge potential to be game of the year. But you'll never know that because it's overshadowed. Now, if by some if some tar, uh, turn of the century that they end up with game of the year, I'm not going to be mad at that. But it's hard when that game was so easily overshadowed. And then you had a bunch of controversy around that too. So, I mean, yeah, you're threatened. You're thinking too small, Sony. Get your program out. Get your software out for this PC movement because you're going to need it. You need to be on every platform. You don't just need your console anymore. That's not the space that we're we're in. Right now the talks is is right now the talk that we're in right now is where are we going to go graphically? There's an article about it. The article is titled Are you going are we going for real, more realistic graphics? Are we going for sustainability? And if you don't even have the sustainability, then where are you going? What are you doing? Not to mention that now they're talking about that. Now we're at the point now where it's just like designers are like, well, we shouldn't have, we shouldn't have to go back. We shouldn't have to, de- we shouldn't have to develop backwards. Like these are things that you need to take into account. And these are things that you can actually utilize your platform to capitalize on. And I don't understand why they don't do it. I don't understand why call of duty is so important right now that you can't put out another showcase I, if you're announcing a showcase right now, I am pretty sure it's to announce to people that you, for one, I could imagine that it was, it would have been to announce that you have PlayStation fives coming to more homes in, in the, in the coming, in the upcoming holiday season. It could have been that maybe they could have announced some, some actual release dates for like Spider-Man two, for instance, or Wolverine or any of the other titles that you have coming out like that was, that's what you should have been utilizing your time for. I don't understand why it's such a, like I get that call of duty is so is is very precious, but at the same time, you need to have a backup plan too. So if we can't get, if we can't stop this deal, then we have to, we have to compete somehow. We got to give, we got to give our people the, the games that they come to love and enjoy that are exclusive only to us. We got to we got to compete that way and they're just not thinking about that. Meanwhile, over at Microsoft, they're just like, well, we're not we're well, they they feel threatened about this deal not going through because they they feel like they can't reach the mo- the mobile market space, which I would argue that they they shit with the games that they put on Xbox Game Pass, they could easily get put their foot into the into the mobile market space as of right now. Because I'm sorry, but some of your games that you put on Xbox Game Pass are mobile worthy. They're not console worthy they're mobile worthy let's be real about that so on both ends they're both reaching microsoft has a bigger vision as they normally uh, as they normally have in the last i'd say seven years no sorry we're in 2022 now i'd say about five years the last five years they've had a pretty big vision they've been buying up all these developers hey so is sony what is sony doing with them the same thing Microsoft's doing with them, announcing all these games and then not coming out with but any any but two. The difference between Sony is is they have more hard hitting hard hitting AAA developers on their time on their team. I mean, it doesn't get much bigger than than uh, Santa Monica. It doesn't get much bigger than that for them. And they have Naughty Dog, but I mean Naughty Dog is getting into other spaces. You know the spaces that Sony uh, the other spaces that Sony has to offer like. Their their films, their films department, like they have all kinds of 
they have all kinds of departments now. They may not be doing as well as the gaming space, but nonetheless, they have those things. And both sides look nasty. Sorry. This whole thing, I'm ready for it. I don't know about y'all, but I'm ready for it to be over. I'm over it. I'm totally over this whole deal. So whatever has to happen, I'm not worried about it. I'm not worried about whether Microsoft gets this deal or not or whether whether Sony is able to stop it or not. It's just old. Because right now where I'm at, I'm just looking for the games. And there's plenty of them out there. Trust me, there are plenty of them out there. I'm not going to cover this for a while either. Because while this may not be my greatest breakdown ever, if you have an idea, if you have any idea for yourself, there was... If you have any idea for yourself, you might be thinking the same thing I have. I, I've said you may not be thinking the same thing I said. Again, I look forward to talking about it on Twitter. But other than that, I don't see any reason to actually, I don't see any reason to keep talking about this deal anymore. If this deal goes through, it's set to go through summer of next year. It's set to, it's, it'll be set in stone by summer of next year. So there's still so much time in between to where this could or could not go through. And I'm just tired of speculating on it. But the other per the purpose that I have for this was to actually at least give a little bit of context to anybody that's talking about this. And to show you all where you can get your information from. You don't have to go to these articles. You can go to CMA and see how things are doing. You can go to CMA. CMA has a whole page on what it is that they do, what they're involved in. How they, how they go about making their judgments. They have a whole site for that. I am just posting, I am just posting the, 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 the investigation on, uh, into Microsoft Activ Activision Blizzard deal into the description below. So with that being said, I'm just going to cut it there because there's no more reason to talk about it. The story is going to keep developing. And honestly, there's going to be a whole lot more nastiness in it. There's going to be a whole lot of deal changes. There's going to be a whole lot of, there's going to be a whole lot of a whole lot of rhetoric that's pushed around by both sides and you're just going to look at a bunch of nastiness you're going to see a bunch of people in their in their echo chamber and their respective echo chambers talking about how one side looks nastier than the others you're going to see how much how much Jim Ryan looks looks uh, is is bad at at imagery you're going to see how Bill Spencer is really bad at presenting certain arguments you're going to see a lot of that stuff you're going to see a lot more of it and it's going to be a more or less the same deal it's not going to it's not going to change it's going to be the same deal and the only thing that's going to change about it is the phases that the CMA is going is the phases that the CMA reaches that's it and whatever the deal is that's it but every, other than that you have a lot of you have a lot of regulators that are on board with this now you have shareholders that are on board with this what more what more what what more is there to talk about now and we're just waiting for the PDF to come out. That's it. That's all we're waiting for. So that being said, I'm going to cut it there. Again, you know where to find me. I got a bunch of links in the description below. If you want to catch me on Twitch again today, I will be filming an episode. My first episode on Twitch of no pain, no gain, where I play certain games, which I will start off with, with one of my favorite or my most biased titles. But you'll get to see that. You can, you, if you want merch, there's a merch link. Again, if you want extra content on the Patreon, become a patron, patron for as little as a dollar a day. You can get all that stuff. You can get all of that stuff, extra stuff for just that and the previous episodes of the Alicast. And I will be announcing when I create that new tier soon. So with that being said, it's been great. Y'all have a wonderful weekend. Y'all have fun. 
for, for everybody that's been working hard, dealing with all the crap that you had to deal with in, a, in the average day life. Y'all have an amazing weekend. Toast up for me. I'll see you on Monday. Y'all have a good one. Peace.